Good morning, happy Sabbath, and welcome to this week's edition of Eyes on Prophecy here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. I am your host, I am your teacher, as always, Pastor Vince. It's so wonderful to be with you once again, and as one of my former business partners used to say, I am flat out excited. And I am flat out excited to be with you once again to study a new lesson. God has so much that he wants to teach us. Our new lesson, our series starting today and for the next several weeks or so, however long it takes us to go through this particular lesson, our lesson series is called God Drew the Plans. And we're going to get more into that in just a moment. But I will tell you this much, that God Drew the Plans has to do with the sanctuary. We're going to be studying the sanctuary, of course, according to the Bible. Everything's according to the Bible. We're going to study the sanctuary and its significance to uh, to Bible prophecy, uh, preparing for Jesus' soon return, uh, as we uh, prepare to endure these last days here on earth, on earth, or these last days of Earth's history, I should say. So, studying the sanctuary is an inver- is a very important piece when it comes to studying. Well, the Bible in general, but when it pertains to uh, Bible prophecy, yes, it's very important that we study the sanctuary. So that's what we're going to start today. And as I said, it's going to take us, as we did in the previous studies, it's going to take us numerous weeks to get through this particular lesson study. But please uh, uh, buckle your seatbelts, strap yourselves in because it's going to be a wonderful ride. God has so much that he wants to share with us. So I'm not going to uh, belabor this anymore. Let us start with a word of prayer, and then we'll get into our lesson called God Drew the Plans. Loving Father, thank you so much for this lesson study, for this new lesson study that we have before us. We are prepared um, to to receive what you have to teach us. Uh, Please prepare our hearts and minds to receive what you have to teach us, and may what we learn be shared with others. Help us to share what we learn through these lesson studies with others so that they also can understand what you have to tell us about your word and how we need to be prepared for for Jesus' second coming. Thank you so much for a beautiful Sabbath morning. And um, may everything that we do be to your name, honor, and glory. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friend, it is Sabbath morning or Saturday morning, uh, November 11th, uh, 2023, and we are about to get into our first study of this particular lesson. Um, I call it part one. We don't know how many parts you know they're going to be, but this is part one of our new lesson study of our new series called God Drew the Plan. So let me just get right into it with you. I ask you to grab your Bible as always. And when you grab your Bible, please turn your Bible to the book of Hebrews because we're going to be reading from the book of Hebrews in just a little while. So I'm going to give you a moment to grab your Bible. And when you grab your Bible, please turn your Bible to Hebrews chapter 8. Turn your Bible to Hebrews chapter 8. I'll give you a quick moment. Again, our lesson study is called God drew the plans. This is part one. Today is part one, and we're going to move through this particular lesson. And as the Holy Spirit guides us, we're going to learn something about the sanctuary. 
This material may be new to many of you, some of you. Uh, you may be already familiar with this material that we're going to go through. This may be a refresher course for you. Whatever the case may be, we're going to learn together and we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to guide us through this lesson study. So I hope you've got your Bible now. Please turn your Bible to the book of Hebrews chapter 8 and just uh, just leave your finger there or your bookmark there, whatever. And we're going to come to that in just a little bit. So you probably know that on the summit of Mount Sinai, God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. But did you also know that at the same time, the Lord gave Moses blueprints for one of the most mysterious structures ever built? It's called the Sanctuary, a unique temple that represented God's dwelling place among his people. Its overall design and services showed this nation of free slaves a three-dimensional uh, panorama of the plan of salvation. A careful look into the secrets of the sanctuary will solidify and enhance your understanding of how Jesus saves the lost and leads the church. The sanctuary is also a key to understanding several amazing prophecies. So, as I said, uh, buckle in, put on your seatbelts, because an exciting adventure awaits you as this particular study uh, that we're going to go through explores the sanctuary and its hidden meanings. All right, so that's a little introduction to, where, to what we're about to get into. So uh, you may be familiar with how we do things. Uh, it's a question and answer format. So we're going to uh, go through as many questions and answers as we can in this particular episode. And we'll just move on through the lesson until we finish this particular lesson. So our first question for today is, what did God ask Moses to build? Again, what did God ask Moses to build? The Bible says in Exodus 25, verse 8, the Bible says, Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. So the answer to the question, again, the question is, what did God ask Moses to build? The answer is, the Lord told Moses to build a sanctuary, a special building that would serve as a dwelling as a dwelling place for the God of heaven. So let me just give you a brief description of the sanctuary. So the original sanctuary was an elegant tent type structure, 15 feet by 45 feet based on an 18 inch cubit in which the presence of God dwelt and special services were conducted. The walls were made of upright wooden boards set in silver sockets and overlaid with gold. You can read about that in Exodus 26, verses 15 through 19, as well as verse 29. Now the roof was made of four coverings, linen, goat hair, ram skin, and badger skin, according to the Bible in Exodus 26, um, verse 1, as well as verses 7 through 14. It had two rooms, the, the holy place and the most holy place. A thick, heavy veil or curtain separated the rooms. The courtyard, which is the area around the sanctuary, was 75 feet by 150 feet. And that's according to the Bible in Exodus 27 and 18. It was fenced with fine linen cloth supported by 60 pillars of brass, according to Exodus 27 verses 9 through 16. So that's just a brief description of the sanctuary. So we answered our first question already. 
what did God ask Moses to build? Again, the answer is the Lord told Moses to build a sanctuary, which is a special building that would serve as a dwelling place for the God of heaven. All right. Moving on to question number two. What did God expect his people to learn from the sanctuary? So I believe we all understand that when we're studying God's word, there are lessons in God's word that he wants us to learn. And with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we will understand these lessons that God is trying to teach us. So uh, because we're learning about the sanctuary, we are referring to his word, to his written word, to understand what he has to teach us about the sanctuary. So what did God expect his people to learn from the sanctuary? The Bible says in Psalm 77 and 13, Your way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? So the answer to this question, what did God expect his people to learn from the sanctuary? The answer, God's way, which is the plan of salvation, is revealed in the earthly sanctuary. The Bible teaches that everything in the sanctuary, uh, the dwelling, furniture, and services are symbols of something Jesus did in saving us. This means we can fully comprehend the plan of salvation as we fully understand the symbolism connected with the sanctuary. So that's the answer to question number two. And I want you to, you know, to jot this down if you haven't already jotted it down the plan of salvation. And I will share this with you right now. This is not part of my uh, lesson notes today or my um, uh, my lesson plan today, if you will. But when we all understand the plan of salvation, everything else in the Bible will come together. So in other words, yes, we should read the Bible from cover to cover. We should understand everything that God is teaching throughout his word from Genesis to Revelation. But my point is, when we all understand what the, uh, what the plan of salvation is about, everything that we read from Genesis to Revelation will make sense to us. Now, the plan of salvation, I mean, I could take a whole episode, a whole whatever, how you know, however much time I need to explain, the, uh, to, uh, to explain the, uh, the plan of salvation to you. But I will say this, that the, the central theme of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is the plan of salvation. Now, the central figure in the plan of salvation is, of course, Jesus. So when we understand that the central theme in the Bible is the plan of salvation, an essential figure in that plan, or the essential person in that plan, is Jesus. So, uh, pertaining to the question we just looked at, what did God expect his people to learn from the sanctuary? The Bible says that your way, O God, is in the sanctuary, according to Psalm 77 and 13. And we said the answer was God's way, which is the plan of salvation, is revealed in the earthly sanctuary. So, by studying the sanctuary, we will understand the plan of salvation or God's plan of salvation. Question number three. From what source did Moses obtain the blueprints for the sanctuary? Of what was the building a copy? I'll reread the question. From what source did Moses obtain the blueprints for the sanctuary? 
of what was the building a copy. And this is where we're going to read together from our Bibles, Hebrews chapter 8. And we're going to start at verse 1. We're going to actually look at verses 1, 2, 4, and 5. So Hebrews number 8, chapter 8, verses 1, 2, 4, and 5. So my reading and your hearing, and you're reading along with me actually, um, in your Bibles. So starting at Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1, and I'm reading from the New King James Version. Now this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. Verse 2, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord erected and not man. Verse 4, for if he were on earth, he would not be a priest, since there are priests who offer the gifts according to the law. And verse 5, who served the copy and shadow of the heavenly things, as Moses was divinely instructed when he was about to make the tabernacle. For he said, See that you make all things according to the pattern shown, shown you on the mountain. So that's our, uh, that's our, uh, our biblical basis for this particular question. Again, the question is, from what source did Moses obtain the blueprints for the sanctuary? Of what was the building a copy? The answer God himself gave Moses the sanctuary's construction specifications. The building was a copy of the original sanctuary in heaven. I repeat that last part. The building was a copy of the original sanctuary in heaven. So you may want to mark that in your Bible. We just read it. You might want to go ahead and highlight it now or highlight it later pertaining to uh, Moses obtaining the blueprints and what it was a copy of or supposed to be a copy of. The building was a copy of the original sanctuary in heaven. So we've already gone through questions one, two, and three. Our first question was, what did God ask Moses to build? Number two, what did God expect his people to learn from the sanctuary? And number three, from what source did Moses obtain the blueprints for the sanctuary? Of what was the building a copy? Once again, we're going through our new lesson. This is part one of... God drew the plans. We are studying about the sanctuary. Our next question, number four. What furniture was in the courtyard? So we're going to look at the various pieces of furniture uh, throughout the sanctuary. And we're going to look at the furniture in the courtyard, in the holy place, in the most holy place, and inside the ark. So let's start with the furniture inside uh, the courtyard. First, there was the, the altar of burnt offerings where animals were sacrificed and it was located just inside its entrance. The Bible talks about it in Exodus 27, verses 1 through 8. This altar represented the cross of Christ. The animal represents Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice. The animal represents Jesus the ultimate sacrifice, according to John 1 and 29. You ever thought about where the name of this ministry came from or what inspired the name of this ministry? This ministry is called Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. So if you um, see the connection between the name of our ministry, of this ministry, 
in the Bible, uh, you'll understand. That's where we, or, you know, this is what inspired the name of this ministry. Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice. Number two, the laver. So we just looked at the the altar of burnt offerings, and now we're going to look at the laver. Again, we're talking about the furniture in the courtyard. So this is what the laver uh, represents. The laver is located between the altar and the entrance to the sanctuary. It was a large wash basin made of brass. It was here that priests washed their hands and feet before offering a sacrifice or entering the sanctuary. You can read about it according to uh, Exodus 30, verses 17 through 21, and Exodus 38, verse 8. The water represents cleansing from sin and the new birth, according to Titus 3 and 5. So we just looked at, so far we looked at the uh, the furniture in the courtyard, we looked at the altar of burnt offerings, and the laver. Next, let's move to the most, I'm sorry, the holy place. We went from the courtyard, now we're going to go into the holy place. We're going to look at three pieces of furniture in the holy place. First, the table of showbread, which is explained in Exodus uh, 25, verses 23 through 30. So the table of showbread represents Jesus, the living bread, according to John 6 and 51. The second piece of furniture in the holy place, the seven-branch candlestick. You can read Exodus 25, verses 31 through 40. It, this, also, this also represents Jesus, the light of the world, according to John 9, verse 5, and, verse, and um, John... 1 verse 9. Again, John 9 and 5, 1 and 9. The oil represents the Holy Spirit. According to Zechariah 4, 1 through 6, and Revelation 4 and 5. And the last piece of furniture inside the holy place, the altar of incense, according to Exodus 30, verses 7 and 8. And this represents the prayers of God's people. Also, take a look at Revelation 5 and 8. So, there you have it, folks. You have the furniture. We looked at the furniture in the courtyard. We said the furniture in the courtyard consisted of the altar of burnt offerings as well as the laver. And inside the holy place, we took a look at the table of showbread, the seven-branch candlestick, and the altar of incense. Now, let's move to the most holy place. What furniture was in the most holy place? The answer, the Ark of the Covenant, the only piece of furniture in the most holy place. You can look at Exodus 25, verses 10 through 22. This was a chest of acacia wood overlaid with gold. Placed on the top of the chest were two angels made of solid gold. Between these two angels was the mercy seat. According to Exodus 25, verses 17 through 22, where the presence of God dwelt. This symbolized God's throne in heaven, which is likewise located between two angels, according to Psalm 80 and 1. So I just said that this symbolized symbolized God's throne in heaven. And um, I said a little while ago that the building was a copy of the original sanctuary in heaven. So again, we took a look at the only piece of furniture located in the, in the most holy place, 
which is the Ark of the Covenant. Lastly, we're going to take a look at the Ark. What was inside the Ark? Inside the Ark, find, uh, we find the Ten Commandments, which God wrote on tables of stone, and which his people will always obey, according to Revelation 14 and 12. So the tables of stone were located inside the Ark. Um, according to Deuteronomy 10, verses 4 and 5. But the mercy seat was above them, which signifies that as long as God's people confessed and forsook sin, according to, uh, to Proverbs 28 and 13, mercy would be extended to them through the blood that was sprinkled on the mercy seat by the priest. You can read Leviticus 16, verses 15 and 16. The blood of the animal represented Jesus' blood that would be shed to bring us forgiveness of sin, as mentioned in Matthew 26 and 28 and Hebrews 9 and 22. Friend, we're going to stop there for this week's episode of Eyes on Prophecy. We've gone through, so far we've gone through uh, an introduction to the sanctuary. We learned a little bit about the sanctuary. Um... You know, uh, we uh, we learned that God asked Moses to build the sanctuary. We learned uh, what God expected his people to learn from the sanctuary. Um, we learned where Moses uh, got the blueprints, uh, uh, got the blueprints from, what the building was a copy of. And we just looked at the various pieces of furniture um, from the courtyard to the most holy place. I'm sorry, from the courtyard to the holy place to the most holy place to inside the ark. So as I said, we're going to stop there for this week. I'm going to give you some time to go back over your notes, to replay this episode, to, you know, to take some additional notes or take notes that you haven't already taken. And um, and by God's grace, we're going to come together next week and continue our study on the sanctuary. Our lesson is called God Drew the Plans. Let us close with a word of prayer. Loving Father, thank you so much for this, this lesson study. Thank you for this introduction to the sanctuary. Uh, please bring us back next week to study more about the sanctuary so we can dig and dive deeper into your word to learn more about what you need to teach us about your sanctuary. Thank you so much for this time that we had together. In Jesus' name, amen. Friend, thank you for joining me for another episode of Eyes on Prophecy here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast. I pray that this program is a blessing to you. If this is your first time ever, 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 ever listening to Eyes on Prophecy, welcome. I pray that this will not be your last time studying with us here on this particular program. If you've been studying with us for quite some time here on Eyes on Prophecy, Welcome black. Uh, um, I started to say welcome black. Welcome back <laughs> and continue to study with us and invite others to join us as well on Saturday mornings or Sabbath mornings for this program. These programs are always recorded, so you can always go back and replay them and, you know, listen to them again. And as I said, you know, take notes and you can share these with others and so forth and so on. So. Until we come back together again next week, uh, may the Lord be with you. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Have a great Sabbath. Have a great weekend. 
And by God's grace, we will come back together next Sabbath morning, which is next Saturday morning, for another edition of Eyes on Prophecy, right here on the WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast, where we stand for God's truth, not man's traditions, and we bring you straight Bible truth for these last days. The WSLM Radio Ministry Podcast is a global outreach ministry of Sacrificial Lamb Ministries. We are outreach driven. I am your teacher, Pastor Vince. Be blessed and may the Lord be with you.